statistically speaking, long term, you will have more listens than you do Facebook group members. And you'll always have more, again, statistically speaking, you'll have more Facebook group members than you do one-on-one -on -one clients or clients in general. That's just kind of the way it works out. Hey, podcast people, welcome to Podcast Growth University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. Over the last five years and thousand episodes that I have been on, I have learned a lot about podcasting, what to do, what not to do, and the common mistakes that people, including myself, have made. This weekly podcast is focused on helping you grow, scale, and monetize your show. Every single episode will be focused on that. Let's do it. Podcast Growth Nation, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Growth University, where we talk all things podcasting all the time. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. It was episode number 71. Why does it seem like people support you less as you do more episodes? The allure, the luster of newness wears off, and then I think people get sick of the new person you've become. Today, for episode number 72, understanding the deeper layers to podcast success. Again, at this point, I coach hundreds of podcasters and I get this, I won't say the same, but I get many of the the common objections when I say things. Hey, you should probably be going on more podcasts. Hey, you should probably be posting more on social media. Hey, you should be building more relationships on social media. Oftentimes people will say, well, it doesn't matter that much. Here's the reason why. So it doesn't matter that much. Insert reason why. And I will usually say what I'm about to tell you. I will usually say, yes, but all you're really focusing on is one layer. You're only focusing on the top layer and you're missing out on the higher levels of awareness below that. So just as an example, many people I've worked with refuse to go on certain podcasts as a guest because they don't have enough downloads. They don't have a large enough audience. They don't have enough episodes. That is a layer one response. A layer one response would, would be, I'm not going to go on this podcast because they have less downloads than I do. Well, first of all, that's the way it works, usually, right? You Usually that's how it has to happen. Just like when you have guests on, they most likely have less quote unquote success slash downloads slash influence than you do. Now, it's not always that way. That's not always the goal, but that's usually where it starts. That's a different episode entirely. But this is always what I say. Yeah, I understand that if you're only going on a podcast, somebody else's podcast, to get as many people to come listen to your podcast, maybe that seems like a waste of time. But that's only one layer. If you have a product or service to sell, then now you have people that can come listen to your podcast and people that can buy that product or service. If you have a product or service to sell, you're talking directly to one person that you know might be a fit for your product or service. So that host, I don't care how many people are listening to the show because I want to add value. So if there's five people listening, I'm going to give it everything I got for those five people. But I always know there's going to be a host in front of me. Always, right? That's the way it works. At least one. Sometimes there's more than one. Okay, that's one. You're going to get practice when it comes to telling your story. You're going to see what lands in real time. So if you're, again, let's just say you're a business owner who coaches business owners, you're going to see what stories, what lessons, what examples, 
what works in real time, judging on the look of the host's face, that's one. You're going to get an opportunity to practice your story. That's another one. You're going to get different content because if it's a good host, they're going to give you some sort of content to share on social media. That's another one. If the show's on YouTube, when I YouTube your name, you're going to see a lot of different stuff. So if you YouTube Kevin Palmieri, there's a lot of different podcasts I'm on. I've been on a lot. It helps build the Rolodex. It helps build the resume of, oh, this guy has done a lot of things. He's been on a lot of podcasts. That's probably six or seven reasons right there. But those are all under the number one reason most people are doing it. Most people are going on other shows because they think that's a great way to, to build their show. Sure, it can be. But it's also a great opportunity to build a one-on-one -on -one connection with someone, to network, to get more content, to help your search engine optimization, to help practice your story, to become a better speaker through being interviewed, to see what lands in real time. That's seven reasons right there. So for every layer of our business, there's layers underneath it. Facebook group. A lot of people say, why? My audience isn't on Facebook. I don't use Facebook. I don't like Facebook. It doesn't seem like a valuable use of my time. People aren't going to buy from me through a Facebook group. Most of those aren't the reasons we start Facebook groups. We start Facebook groups to further absorption. Because if you only drop one episode a week, what does your audience do for the other six days? They go somewhere else. And if they are the type of person who would use a Facebook group, they're going to be in Facebook groups. You might as well have one. If you want them to absorb into your community to the deepest level. So layer one for a Facebook group is, what am I even supposed to do with it? Well, you'll find that out as you practice. Or, I don't think it would be worth it because it's not going to be valuable. Well, you're the one who creates the value. Or, this is another one I get, I hear so often, nobody's going to sign up for the Facebook group. Nobody's going to listen to the podcast either if you don't do the right amount of work, if you don't do the right specific work, the proper work. It's the same for the Facebook group. So it might seem like it's not important, but there's so many layers under that. Okay, let's give a couple layers. One, if, so if you don't know, when you create a Facebook group, you can have some questions that have to get answered in order for someone to get into the group. What works really well at the beginning is if you have one of the questions as, what is your email? So first of all, it would be, do you want to be added to our weekly newsletter? If so, what is your email? They're giving you permission to send them emails and then they give you their email. Cool. Now you have emails that you can add to your marketing campaign and you can send emails out that way. All right, cool. That's awesome. The other thing is the other questions you have can help you get clearer on your audience. Where did you hear about us? The podcast. Okay. That means it's converting. So the call to action from the podcast to the Facebook group is converting. Or I heard about you from my friend, Wendy. Oh, okay. Let me shoot Wendy a message and say, Hey, thanks so much for helping us grow the community. Awesome. Right. That's another layer. You can ask specific questions that will help you figure out the demographic and psychographic of your audience. What's your biggest struggle right now? What are you most looking for from this Facebook group? It just helps you gather more data, more data, more data, more data. So that's a big thing. And again, is a Facebook group going to be the end all be all that makes or breaks us? No, but they're all layers. These are all layers. We have 20, I think we have 20 some odd departments in our business right now. But they all started from other layers. We had the Facebook group, and then from the Facebook group, other things happened. And we said, oh, we've gotten so much more information about our audience. This is how we can use that information. 
Another one that I usually suggest, and you've heard me mention this multiple times, is a freebie. Some sort of freebie, whether it's a PDF or an ebook or whatever it may be. Depends on your business model, depends on the way you're doing it. A lot of people will say a freebie doesn't make sense. A freebie, I don't want to do anything for free because it's not valuable. I hear that very often. Okay, it might not make sense, cool, and you don't think it's valuable. All right. It's another great way to build your email list. That's part one. Part two, it's another way to end up further absorbing your audience or creating further absorption because not everybody is going to pay. That's another big layer of this whole thing is the more opportunities you have for your audience, the more likely your audience is going to land where they should. There are some of you listening and are watching right now that should never work with us, with me specifically. Because maybe you love editing your show and you love editing video and you're just doing it for fun. You don't really care about ever making money. You probably shouldn't invest money if you're not focused on making money, right? If you just wanna have fun and you love the process, you should probably never work with me. It just, it doesn't make sense. But when I do have a Facebook group, when Podcast Growth You has a Facebook group, maybe that's where you belong and that's as far as you should go. And that's totally fine. Or when I start doing monthly live events, free monthly events, maybe that's where you end up. There are certain people watching and listening right now that should be working with us right now. Maybe you're not as consistent as you want to be and you're missing episodes and having accountability and having people do the, having a team on your side that does the stuff that you're struggling to do, the audio editing, the video editing, that would benefit you. It all depends. But the more layers we have, the more opportunity we have to put people where they should end up anyway. Some people will never, ever, ever give you money. Some people will only join a Facebook group. That's okay. Some people only listen to the podcast. That's okay too. And if you just think it's a numbers game, statistically speaking, long term, you will have more listens than you do Facebook group members. And you'll always have more Again, statistically speaking, you'll have more Facebook group members than you do one-on-one -on -one clients or clients in general. That's just kind of the way it works out. So that's another important understanding for us to have. A freebie isn't going to be a make or break. A Facebook group isn't necessarily going to be a make or break, but it creates the opportunity for someone to land where they should in the business. And then they stay there and eventually, hopefully, they absorb more and absorb more and absorb more and then they move down to the next level. That's the ultimate goal. So a freebie is really good for self-identification. Somebody might download a freebie that wouldn't join a Facebook group. Someone might download a freebie that wouldn't come to some sort of live virtual event or work with you in general. Hi, my name's John Larito, and I just wanted to uh, give a big shout out to Kevin Palmieri. I had uh, reached out to him. He had been referred to me when I had shared with a friend of mine some interest in uh, doing a podcast. And he said, you've got to use Kevin. He's fantastic. He's the best around. He'll get you started and off the ground and, and uh, soaring high in no time. And take it from somebody who knows nothing about podcasting other than maybe saying a few things. But as far as behind the scenes, the startup, everything, I knew nothing. Uh, Kevin was phenomenal in terms of leading me through the whole process. And not just easy to work with, but really, really knows his stuff. A great combination between leading me through all the stuff I had no idea what I was doing, but also really listening to me and understanding what it was I was trying to accomplish 
and what my vision is. So whether you're looking for somebody to, to help you and get you started or somebody as I've done where I'm putting it entirely in his hands because I've got total trust and confidence in him and he is a true pro and easy to work with, any of those ends of the spectrum, you're gonna have a lot of success and a lot of fun working with Kevin. Trust me, thanks. And this is a, maybe the biggest one, the layers to pricing. So it's very hard. It's good to be able to do a podcast episode about this because if I was just doing a one minute clip on social media, it's hard to get into the weeds of this. I've had many people tell me my pricing is what it is and I refuse to lower it. Okay. I understand that. I respect that. I do think that is a recipe for disaster, honestly, for most of us. Because you might hear on social media, don't ever lower your price. Your ideal client is going to pay what you want. I understand all that. I understand all that. But we've had a lot of awareness, a lot of opportunity, and a lot of shifts around pricing. So I understand that a $500 a month product is drastically different than a $997 a month product. It is. It just is. And do I want everybody to be a $10,000 a month client? Sure. But would I have any? I don't know. I can tell you we wouldn't have we wouldn't have 50, I think we have 56 Next Level Podcast Solutions clients right now. We wouldn't have that many if we were charging $10,000 a month. It just wouldn't work that way. Not, that's, at least that's my belief. Now, I won't go super deep into that. But pricing, okay. There's layers to pricing. If you are someone who has never coached before and you're convinced that you're going to get $250 an hour, you might get $250 an hour. But I would rather you get five times the amount of clients at $50 an hour because then you're, you're making the same amount of quote-unquote money. Yes, you're putting in five times more effort, but you're also getting five times more practice. You're getting five times more confidence. You're getting five times the opportunities for referrals. You're getting five times the opportunities for testimonials. I think, again, layer one, charging a lot of money is good. Sure. There's many layers underneath that that say it depends. Yeah, if you charge someone five times what you charge, so what you would charge five other people, cool, but you're breaking down the opportunity for testimonials, for referrals, for that type of thing, realistically. You can charge whatever you want, sure, but I'm willing to bet you'll get more clients if you lower your price. I've seen it a million times. It, that's the way it usually works. Now, is it going to be like that for everybody? No. Are different markets different? Yes. Are different target demographics for clients different? Yes. But usually the reason people aren't succeeding is not because their price is too low, from what I've seen. And again, everybody has different experience. But regardless, the, the ultimate point of this, the ultimate goal, the lesson, is the pricing is not just about the amount of money you make. It's about the experience you get. It's about the opportunities for referrals. It's about the opportunities for testimonials. It's about all those things. It's not just the money. Just like your podcast isn't just about the listens. There's layers. There's the improvement you get. There's the practicing your speaking. There's practicing your storytelling. There's networking with people. There's using it as a, a leveraging tool to get other opportunities that you never would have gotten. Almost nothing is just one layer. I love going to the gym first thing in the morning. That might seem like layer one. He wants to be in shape. That's layer one. It's really good for my mental health. That's layer two. It's really good for my self-esteem. That's level. Uh, that's layer three. Starting with discipline and moving my body is 
helpful for the rest of the day to keep momentum. That's layer, that's layer four. That's, fitness is almost my meditation. That's layer five. It helps me get up early. That's layer six, right? It's, it's very complicated, but positively complicated. If we're only looking at one layer, we're probably only leveraging one layer of results. That's really what I would, I would say about this. Again, this is just another thought. Every opportunity you have, you can multiply if you are looking at the right layers. So next time you have an opportunity to do something, you don't want to do it. Ask yourself, why are you just not looking at the layers? Alan and I will still do, eh, it's less than ever, but we'll still do certain speeches for free. Not because we can't get paid in other areas. We've been paid to speak. We've been paid a good, good amount of money to speak. But there's a bunch of layers. Okay, layer one is money. All right, well, if we're not getting money, what are we getting? Well, we're getting mastery because we're getting the opportunity to practice. We're getting high-quality content if we bring our camera and we record it. We're getting the opportunity to potentially get clients. We're getting the opportunity to impact people directly. We're getting the opportunity for even more content for all of the traveling we're doing. Yes, we're not getting money, but we are getting five other things. So it just becomes weighing it on the scale. Now... If, and th this is a very important distinction, let's say somebody reaches out to us and they say, we don't have a budget. And we say, okay, no worries, you're local, it's not going to require a lot of travel. The only thing we ask is that we're able to record high quality content. And they say, no, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to record any content. We probably wouldn't do it. We probably wouldn't do it. But if they were paying us $10,000 to do it, and we couldn't get any content, then we probably would do it. Because that layer is enough that's how i try to think about things yeah the podcast i'm going on later might not be that big or they only have five episodes or whatever it may be but it's a good opportunity to build a relationship with a podcaster it's a really good opportunity to further my desire to be known as a podcaster a high level podcaster the podcast guy podcast coach whatever it's going to help with seo because we're on video it's going to help with seo as audio podcasts continue to evolve in the way you search for them. It's going to help there. I might get some new listeners for Next Level You. I might get some new listeners for Podcast Growth You. That host could be a client down the road. It's going to help me practice. So again, you can justify anything realistically. So maybe you have your own checklist of, okay, under other media or other podcasts, these are the top five things that matter the most for me. Let me order them and weigh them in the right order. You could do that. Same for speaking, same for Facebook group, freebie pricing. It's just a matter of making sure that you're making the most effective decision based on all of the data, not just one. Because usually the top thing, if you're going on other podcasts just to get a large number of listeners, I'm telling you, it's not going to work. It's, it doesn't work that well. Now, it can if you hit a really good show that is really niched and they have a strong audience. Yes, that can happen. But statistically, it's not going to happen that often. I went on 500 shows, 400 shows last year. I don't know. I went on a lot of shows last year. And it didn't have the conversion I expected. Not at all. Not at all. But think about it. Let's say I went on... Let's say I went on 500 shows. I'm trying to make the math easy. 
And each one of those shows, the episode I was on averaged 30 downloads. What is that? Was that 15,000? So 15,000 listens, quote unquote. And if you just think of the conversion rate, 15,000, if we are talking about 1% of that, what would that be? 150? So maybe 150 people come and listen. And again, I could be off on the math. It's Wednesday, it's hump day, I'm trying to get through it. But regardless, it's just a numbers thing. So yeah, I might have gone on a lot of shows. Maybe I got exposure to 15,000 people. But if the conversion rate is only 1%, then it's not going to convert at the rate that maybe I expected. But I did meet 500 other podcasters. Many of those people, I'm sure, became clients. If you YouTube me, a lot of those shows are the ones that are going to come up. How many of those people listen to Podcast Growth You? It's not just about layer one. If we're making decisions only based on layer one, we're missing out on a bunch of other opportunities and a bunch of other results that we would get if we looked further. So that really is the goal and the lesson in today's episode. So ask yourself, where am I missing layers? Where am I selling myself short because I'm only expecting one output? I'm only expecting one result and that's why I'm doing things. If I did them differently, I might be able to get more results. One of my favorite thoughts is how do we get as many outputs from one input of your time? So if you go on a podcast as a guest for one hour, you get to meet the host, exposure to audience, potential client, new content, practice stories, blah, 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 right? So you might get seven opportunities out of one hour. So that's a really good way to look at it. All right, as always, if you are looking for a free 30-minute podcast breakthrough session, I will have the link in the show notes. Super excited to continue to meet you. Super excited to add value. Any questions you have, if you want to break down layers, if you want to talk about your podcast name, intro, outro, trailer, artwork, getting clients, whatever it may be, just please reach out, book a call. I would love to do it. Next week for episode number 73, having a podcast doesn't grow a podcast. Social media has changed a ton. Podcasts have changed a ton. I know a lot of people are struggling. And maybe maybe even, I don't know, maybe I'll title the episode why, you're, why You Feel Stuck With Your Podcast Growth. Let's do that. Because I don't think that other title is really that great. So it's going to be Why You Feel Stuck. Why You Feel Stuck With Your Podcast Growth. So many things have changed in the past few years. A lot of people ended up starting podcasts during COVID because they were at home and they had time and maybe they felt the opportunity to practice something that they were passionate about for the first time. But a lot has changed on social media and a lot has changed with email lists and other podcasts. Things are different than they used to be. So next week, we're going to talk about why you feel stuck with your podcast growth. You're not alone. I think everybody does throughout certain times, everybody hits certain chasms, everybody hits certain walls, and then you have to work around them, work through them. So that is what we're going to talk about next week. I hope you're getting more listens. I hope your audience is self-identifying. I hope your social media is working well. I hope you're feeling confident in front of the mic, in front of the camera. I hope your podcast is doing well. I hope it is growing. I hope you are growing. You're feeling better about it. Until next week, Keep on crushing it. Keep on podcasting. Keep on 
storytelling. Keep on looking for the layers, and we will talk to you all then. Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast Growth University. If you found value in this episode, please take a couple of seconds and leave a review in the link below. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at neverquitkid. I am happy to answer any and all questions you have. We'll talk to you on the next episode.